0: This is Anthems. Hello, my name is Masuma Ahuja. I'm a journalist and author of the book Girlhood. Your word of the day is joy. It's a cold day in February and I've hit my pandemic wall this week. The uncertainty, isolation, and grief of our world wearing me down I've been trying to chip away at days that are all muted in their sameness by finding small things that help. Cinnamon rolls the size of my face, fresh cut flowers, books that keep me up all night. It's my half-hearted attempt at investing in joy. For a little more than a year, through 2018, I lived in Sri Lanka. I'm a journalist, and I was reporting on women who migrate from South Asia to the Middle East as domestic workers, housemaids, and nannies. In the news, their stories are told primarily in shades of horror. They often end up working in modern-day slavery, at worst, facing abuse from their employers. And in better situations, they're unpaid, locked in the homes where they work, without any access to a support system often without even a common language to speak with their employers. Throughout my reporting, the questions I kept returning to were about what their lives looked like beyond the headlines, how they kept going, and how we could make things better. When I flip through my notes from those days, I find that I often doodled Maslow's hierarchy of needs in my notebooks. It's a concept I learned in economics at university, a triangle categorizes our human needs in a hierarchy. At the base of the triangle are our core needs, things like food, water, and shelter. Then, there's safety and security, followed by belonging, love, self-esteem, and, at the tippy top of the triangle, self-actualization, things like creativity and acceptance. This, I imagine, Is where we culturally categorize joy. It's what we seek when we have everything else we need. But joy is a life force, not an afterthought. It's why dictators ban music and dancing, and it's how we get through the darkness. I think about joy a lot when I think about identity. I'm so accustomed to being defined by all the things I am not, all the ways in which our world is built to make me small, and silent. I'm brown, a woman, an immigrant several times over. In so many ways, our world is not created for people like me to take up space. As a journalist, my days are spent hearing and telling stories of what it means to be a girl, a woman, and a migrant in our world. To be any of these things is to exist in a world that was built to oppress, Or disempower you. To be fighting back for your humanity when the cards are stacked against you. These stories, our stories, are told primarily in shades of oppression and trauma. Our humanity is often whittled down to only the horrors we face, erasing all the nuanced, messy complexity of being human. What about the stuff of life? the small things that carve out the textures of our days. This is what I want remembered too. The sweetness of mangoes and catching snowflakes on your tongue, dancing late into the night with old friends, and the scent of jasmine stranded through women's hair. These small joys that exist only to make our days sweeter. In a world with so much grief and so much injustice and so much rage, Choosing to move in the direction of things that feel good, only feel good, nothing more, nothing productive, feels indulgent. But joy is a political act. Joy takes up space. It demands to be seen. It's unapologetic and it isn't indulgent. It is a generative force. It's sustenance and soul food, how we live and how we keep going. One July afternoon, many years ago, I sat in a garden in a small village on the eastern coast of Sri Lanka and Kay told me the story of her marriage and how it fell apart. She told me about how she and her husband grew up together. She was 13 when they got married. He was 19. They were first cousins, teenagers in a country at war. Marriage was a way for them to escape recruitment as child soldiers a way to survive the cruelty of the world. They spent their teenage years together, got through one miscarriage, three daughters, and 12 years. When she was 25, he convinced her to migrate to the Middle East for a shot at earning a better life for them. A month and a half after she first left for Saudi Arabia, she called home to find out that he had left her. That evening, as my translator and I left Kay's house in silence, We were too tired to talk or to process. The most we could do was hold space in our tuk-tuk for the heartache that sat with us. The sun was setting and we had an hour-long drive home when my translator asked if I minded us taking a pit stop. She had an errand to run. Of course, I said. I had nowhere to go but my hotel room. Nothing to do except untangle the sadness. I expected a stop in the market for vegetables or groceries. A stop at the bank, maybe, or the post office. But instead, we stopped on the side of a road by a wide open field. This was our errand, she said. We were here to pick flowers. We carried so much grief home with us that night. Why not bring some flowers, too? Joy, definition, noun, a feeling of great pleasure and happiness.